0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Lady Boss Lounge. I'm your host, Maren Barnard, and I am ready to talk all things business with you. So girl, let's get started. Now, how many times have you heard your friends say, oh, is it one of those pyramid things? And all you want to do is cringe. Or when you say that you are now in network marketing or you've got your own network marketing business and they say, what? One of those pyramid things? Really? Are you getting involved in that? Yes, I know we've all had it before. So in today's episode, we are going to have a look at what is network marketing and is it really a pyramid scheme? Why does it have such a bad reputation and what can we do to improve that? Why is it such a great business model and how does it compare to other business models? So the reason I want to go through these things with you is so that the next time someone mentions the dreaded pyramid word, you will know exactly how to respond, that you can stand there with posture and know that you are in one of the best industries in the world. Now, like always, I've got your back. I have created a fact sheet for you that you can download and that will cover this episode for easy reference. You can download that at marinbarna.com forward slash facts. Okay, so let's get into this. I know if you have been involved in this industry for at least 12 months, you have definitely come across that person that have asked you if you are involved in a permit scheme. It sure has happened to me quite a few times over the years. Now, our first reaction with anything that we love is always to defend it. To defend what we do and it is so easy to jump for the bait and to start justifying why it's not a pyramid scheme. But I have a much better answer for you today. The next time that someone asks you, are you involved in a pyramid scheme, this is the answer I want you to give them. No. Yes, that is it. The answer is no. Why? Because network marketing is not a pyramid scheme. It's a legitimate business model that companies use to distribute their products or services. So let me help to educate you on the differences between a pyramid scheme and a network marketing business. Firstly, a pyramid is illegal. Network marketing is not. Secondly, network marketing provides a means to distribute a product or a service. A pyramid don't have any products or services. All it does is it exchanges money from one person to the other person and the money at the bottom just ends up paying the person at the top. So there's no um, there's no change of product for money. That is why it is illegal. Thirdly, in the right network marketing Mm -hmm. company, you can out earn anyone above you. In a pyramid, you can't. And lastly, network marketing is a legal business model that is responsible for approximately $178 billion a year. That's a billion with a B. Now, roughly 40% of that $178 billion is paid directly to distributors in the forms of commission. So that's roughly $71 billion a year that gets paid to people like you and me. Now, to me, that does not sound like any illegal business. Now, you might ask me, but why has network marketing got such a bad name or such a negative connotation for so many people? Well, we really need to go back around 40 to 50 years to have a look at what things were like then. A lot of you will have no idea what life without computers and mobile phones were like. You know, in the old days, if you want to call it that, you actually had to write a letter to someone and post it and wait patiently for weeks, sometimes even months to hear back from them. I can remember when my husband wanted to propose to me, he had to write my dad a letter. We were in the UK, living in London at the time, and he actually had to write a letter to my dad asking him if we could get married. So we had to wait for weeks and weeks to hear back from my dad. I know so many of you are going to say, what? He still asked your dad to get married? Yep, we are old school guys and he's such a romantic. Of course he would ask my dad. Back in the day, if you wanted to be a part of a specific group or, you know, be part of a club, you had to find it within your community or otherwise you had to start one in your own community or in your area you know there was none of this Facebook group stuff where you can belong to any group anywhere in the world when we did business we were lucky to have a calculator to work out figures and sums so things had to stay pretty simple you know none of these complicated things where you can um, work out unlimited depth for instance the way our business works Back in the day, when people were introduced to network marketing, which is really called multi level marketing in those days, they only had access to the people in the area, so to the community. And what that meant was that, let's say that there was only what 5,000 people in your town or in your um, village where you lived you wanted to get onto those people as quickly as possible so that they were part of your business and your team and the first people that you would start connecting with is your friends and family and that's where the hounding of the friends and family started and you would just ask them over and over and over even when they said that they didn't want it and that is where the negative connotation for so many people came when it came to multi-level marketing that hounding of friends, the feeling where people felt they didn't want to sell to their friends and people were scared that they were going to lose their friends because they didn't want to make other people feel as icky as what these people were making them feel. Now on top of that let's not forget about the garage full of products that you needed to stock to supply all your customers and what about the copious amounts of products that never got sold and you ended up with all of that. Yes, I agree, network marketing or multi-level marketing wasn't pretty in those days, but thank goodness the times have changed. All cars have seatbelts these days, and most have computerized systems, some are even electrical. We now have things called computers and the internet. We can send someone a letter in three seconds via email and don't have to wait weeks and months for an answer. We can even take our phones with us wherever we go, and they're not plugged into a wall anymore. And those phones are now not just only our phones, but they are our computers, our cameras, our TV, our sound system, all in one. So what does all of this have to do with network marketing, you might ask? Well, the times haven't only just changed in terms of the things that we have these days and the life that we live, but it has also changed in terms of network marketing and we don't have to hound our family and our friends anymore. We now have the world at our fingertips. We now have access to billions of people through this thing called social media and the internet. Now we can get to sell to people who really want and need our product, instead of forcing it onto our friends and family that has got no interest in it whatsoever. So it is our job as professional network marketers to educate the world about our industry and how much it has changed. Because I truly believe it's a vehicle that so many people can make use of to help and support their families financially. But so many people still believe that it is the way it was 30 and 40 years ago. So let's have a look why I believe that network marketing is such a great business model. Now, firstly, let's just start with the startup costs. For starters, your startup costs are minimal. Membership fees start from as little as $25 a year and when you buy your products, most of the time you get to consume it. Now in my company we have a complete startup cost of $577 which includes your membership, products you get to consume and delivery. That means you are starting a potential multi-million dollar business for less than $600. We don't have any rent and day-to-day overheads. We don't have to deal with the logistics, you know, the warehousing and the distribution of products. We don't have to worry about research and development, getting new products out, testing products. That is all getting taken care of for us. We don't actually have to worry about the importing and clearing of products through customs. It doesn't matter who we sell to. So even though I have a team of people and I am selling to people in America, Europe um, and Asia, I don't have to worry about the import duties. I mean, how easy does that make my life? Now, the company you align yourself with will have things like customer service. They will handle all the customer service inquiries. They will handle returns for you. The legal aspect of anything that might come come about. Um, If there's any new product launches, the company takes care of that. If there's any major events that need to be organized, Again, the company does that and all you have to do is invite your team. And how about the training? You know, most of the major training events, again, is done by the company. So your only job will be to get your people to these training events. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to do any of these things above yourself, because personally, we do training with our team on a weekly basis. Um, you know, I, we have our own promotions that happened when new launches come out. However, I've been down this road for six years and I've learned a lot of things and I've got a certain way that I like doing things. But when you're a newbie and when you don't have the resources to do those things, you don't have to. The company will actually take care of it all for you. And to be honest, that takes such a huge load off you, especially when so many people start this business as a part-time business and you still got your full-time job going. Let's have a look at some other business models that's current today. I reckon one of the most common ones that people um, align themselves with is franchising. However, franchising is a very expensive business model. Let's have a quick look at McDonald's. Mac, uh, to, to start a McDonald's these days will cost you anything between $1 and $2.2 million just to get started. On top of that, McDonald's charges a $45,000 franchisee fee and ongoing monthly service fee that equals to roughly about 4% of your gross sales. Now the franchisees must also pay rent to the company, which is a percentage of monthly sales. All the risk of that business is on you. You are responsible for the wages, the stock, the inventory and all the day-to-day expenses and the worst of all is when you are selling all those products, when you are taking all that risk, all those fees that must go back to McDonald's, it's a huge part of your income. So Franchisee, it's a great thing for those people that have got a lot of money and a lot of experience to get started. Now the other business model that I think is most common amongst um, people and especially just amongst people that want more out of life than just a nine-to-five job is the small business owner model. Like say for instance a hairdresser or a garden service, plumbing, electrician, those type of small businesses. Now once again your startup costs can range anything from fifteen to a hundred sometimes even two hundred thousand dollars. You have got to fit out your shop so if you've got a hairdresser you've got to fit it out with the basins, the chairs, the mirrors, the reception area um, you know with your product stands, with floors All those fit outs of shopping, that is an expense that you've got to carry and you don't get reimbursed for that. Now, if you have got the type of small business, say like a garden service that needs vehicles and um, machinery, you need to go and buy those vehicles and machinery in order to run your business. Um, You're going to have to pay rent. You're going to have wages. Again, stock and inventory. You know, you cannot run a small business without the stock and the inventory. All the marketing and promotion you've got to do yourself. So again, that is that is on you. And if you just a normal, if you let's just say you're a hairdresser and your expertise is being a hairdresser, it's really hard to do the marketing and promotion and those type of things when that is not your area of expertise. What about legals and accounting? At the end of the day, you've got to make sure that the books are balanced. You've got to make sure that your bookkeeping is done so that you can hand it over to the accountant. What if that is not your expertise? What if you don't even know how to read a profit and loss? You know, those are the type of things that that is such a negative for so many small business owners because then they've got to start getting people in and it's again, it's extra expenses. And the bottom line of a small business owner, and I know this because we've been there before, is you end up paying everyone first and you get what's left over, which often is not a lot. You know, one of the reasons that so many people start a small business is because they want that freedom. You know, they want to feel like they can be their own boss and work the hours that they want. But the reality of what happens with a small business is often that we end up having bought ourselves just another salary, but now we've got all the headaches that goes with owning your own business. And the reality of that freedom and time that we were so desperately hoping for, it just doesn't materialize. Once you realize the benefits of being in a business for yourself, but not by yourself, Is when you will understand just how great this business model of network marketing is. You are surrounded by people that want to help you. They want to see you succeed because the reality is your success is their success. It's one of the only professions where we help and support each other rather than compete with each other. The other thing about the network marketing industry is that they focus heavily on personal development. So even if you get nothing out of joining a network marketing company, I can guarantee you that you will walk out of there a better person. It is now a true profession, a profession where we need to learn the skills and get the training to become professional network marketers in this modern business world. How are you going to brand yourself on social media? How are you going to stand out as the expert in your field? How are you going to attract your ideal customer and then sell to them and look after them and give them that five-star customer experience that they deserve? These are the type of skills we will be talking about in episodes to come. So the next time someone asks you if you are part of a pyramid scheme, your answer is no. And then ask them, why? What do you know about pyramid schemes? Have you yourself been involved in one? Now, if their answer is yes, but they are in, had a negative experience and they're not very positive about it, ask them, what happened? Why do they think they didn't succeed? And listen, you know, perhaps they just didn't have the support they needed, or they just didn't get training to become better. However, if the answer is no, ask them if they would like to go for a coffee if they would be open to hear what it is actually about and why thousands of women around the world is changing their financial footprint because of network marketing this is such a great business model for anyone who has the drive the ambition the motivation to change their life but don't have the money or the skills to start a traditional business keep your head high stand with posture because you are in one of the greatest professions of our time. You are a professional network marketer. Don't forget, you can download the fact sheets of this episode at myronbarnett.com forward slash facts. That's us for today, girl. Go and spread your love and go and make your impact in the world. I cannot wait to see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay tuned for more, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. I will be so grateful. You know, that way we can support more women around the world to create successful network marketing businesses.